Should a tech resume include a summary section? Hey there, I'm Ian Douglas. I'm the author of the website, techinterview.guide, and I'm here to help people with career advancement and interview preparation. My live stream on Twitch covers topics such as company research, how to build resumes and cover letters, applying for the job, getting through interviews, and what to do during negotiations. I've coached thousands and thousands of people over the years to get jobs at the biggest tech companies in the industry, and I'm here to help you too. The following episode is taken from a longer live stream event and may contain interactions with other people in chat. Check out the end of the episode for more information. Let's get to it. So we had a question in chat. Thoughts on the summary and profile section on a resume. Is it good? Is it bad? If good, what should they contain? Any examples of good ones? I typically coach people like if you if you need to fill space on the page, then you can put a summary on there. But the summary is really there to give context to the facts of what's on the resume. The resume should just be facts that that company cares about as you're applying for their job. That summary is like the first thing to go if you need more room on the page. Um, and so I, I typically tell people, like, if you're trying to fill up just a one-page resume and you're starting to run out of room or you find you're shrinking the font to make everything fit or, like, everything's crammed, like, edge-to-edge, top-bottom, left and right, get rid of the summary. A cover letter can allow you more space to give context to those facts. And so I typically tell people the cover letter is like the creative writing version of your resume. The resume is just the facts. These are the skills I have that your job post cares about, that your company cares about. So as you're researching a company, you're gonna find out what they care about and you're gonna form the resume around that. The cover letter then is gonna give sort of context to your background and how you got those skills. So the first paragraph of your cover letter is going to describe you, the job that you're, um, like who you are, what's the job that you're applying for, um, what interested you about that job post. The second paragraph in the cover letter, these are the skills that your job post was asking for and how I learned those skills, how I apply those skills. The third paragraph is like, you know, just to restate, you're an awesome company. This is why I want to work here. Um, and and you need to give me a call. I always tell people don't close with a soft like call me maybe like I look forward to hearing from you. No, just tell them you want a phone call. You can reach me by telephone any afternoon after noon mountain time any day of the week. Like give them a clear window of when they can call you. Um and it's a little bit of a psychological trick there. Um you want them to have a little bit of what we call FOMO, feeling of missing out. Um, if you say like, I'm available in the afternoons, then they know that you're, you're pretty booked up or your focus time is in the morning. Um, but it also says like, oh, if I don't call them in an afternoon, like I'm going to lose out. And so it kind of activates this, oh, I should probably call them. So the cover letter can give more context to the resume than that summary. So I typically tell people don't put the summary on the, on the resume at all. If you don't want to write a cover letter, then they do need some kind of context for what's on the resume, in which case having the summary on the resume is a good idea. But generally speaking, I advise people go ahead and write a cover letter anyway. Mm-hmm. Before the pandemic hit, statistics showed that only about 30% of recruiters even read a cover letter. When the pandemic hit and everybody was taking more time to be more careful about who they hired, that number went up to closer to 80%. And so there's a pretty good chance that if you write a cover letter, somebody is going to read it. As a hiring manager, if if a, if a, the recruiting team or the HR team gave me resumes to review, I would read the entire resume. I would read any cover letter that they attached. Because again, it gives me a little more context into who you are before I even go look at your GitHub or your LinkedIn and things like that. So should you have a summary on a resume? 
If you really don't want to write a cover letter, yes, you should put a summary on there. But if you need space on the page, get rid of the summary and write a cover letter instead. The cover letter doesn't have to be huge. Just those three paragraphs, and they can only be like a couple sentences each if you want. Try not to fill up more than like two-thirds of the page, but it should at least be like a couple of sentences per paragraph. But following that three-paragraph uh, layout is something that I typically recommend. Thanks for checking that out. I hope that you found it helpful. I always appreciate feedback, so please let me know what you think. I appreciate any subscriptions, so please tell your friends and colleagues about it as well. Check out the website techinterview.guide for more information about when I'm live streaming and all of my free content. Drop by a live stream anytime to ask questions or message me privately, whatever makes you most comfortable. See you next time.